Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome is the comedy podcast. How you doing, you beautiful fuck? Welcome to number 122 of the comedy podcast, coming to you on Thursday, right before Friday, 25th March, 2021. I would like to issue an official Apology. Yesterday, I said Wednesday instead of Wednesday. This is a podcast conducted in the language of our colonizers. So for some reason, I feel the need to use the proper English when, whereas, I don't know, man, when when these white fucks speak Malay, we just so, wow, these white people can speak Malay, even though it's slightly broken or whatever, we don't give a shit. We're just so happy that people of white skin can speak a language and then, yeah, growing up, I just saw this, right, online. But then when an Indian, Malaysian Indian speaks, perfect, fucking Malay, nobody gives a shit. Their Malay is so good. Growing up, I just was surrounded by Indian people who could speak the most, the most eloquent Malay. But then, and then you, look, I know that there are Chinese people who speak good Malay, right? But to be honest, when I go service my car, the 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 guy speaking BM to me is like ah macam ini kau mau ke tak huh ini ini macam mana boleh tak boleh ah gostan gostan <laughs> just some broken Malay which to be fair I understand I, I'm not getting mad at them for speaking broken BM I'm just saying that they they speak broken BM and there's some Malays who are like eh hey, cakap lah betul betul actually no that's not true we don't give a damn. We don't give a damn about broken Malay from Chinese. We don't give a damn about perfect Malay from Indians. But when a white person speaks Malay, like, ah! So I guess the point of all that was just for me to say, hey, I'm so sorry that uh, <laughs> I said Wednesday. Why are you always apologizing for yourself, Harith? Can you just please, please do the comedy? Okay, I'll just start with the comedy. Today was an interesting day for me, you beautiful fucks. I did stand-up comedy in Malaysia for the first time in in fucking, I think, over three years. Ever since being back, that was the first time I did stand-up comedy, Crack House, I think it was called The Crack House, Comedy Club, somewhere near TTDI. I had a... Ah, fuck. I, my, my geography is uh, terrible. Forgive me. But the owner is Rizal Van Giesel. Cool guy. Just to tell you how it went... Uh, I feel like I ate shit. Simple, plain and true. This is like riding a bicycle. You're going to fall the first time. I had a friend who came with me. He told me, hey, hey, you did quite well. You did okay. There were 12 performers. He said I was at least in the top four, which made me feel good. I remember standing up there getting laughs. But I also remember people in the crowd. You guys know exactly what kind of comedy I do. So I just saw people's faces in the crowd looking shocked. Just like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> don't worry. Um, I don't want to leave you hanging. So I will perform the jokes on this podcast that I did. Uh, that I did in my set. And actually, I wanted to talk about how I felt after doing it. But you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start the set first. And then I'm going to tell you how I feel. And you can tell me if the way I felt was justified or not. You know, just based on the reactions I got. So, um, the motherfucker who introduced me. Oh my God, this guy. You know, I feel like sometimes, should I just change my name? Because he said, 
Okay, guys, this guy, he his name, right, is the same name as the biggest comedian in Malaysia. Let's see if he is as funny. His name is Harith, not Iskandar. I was like, the moment he said that, I was just rolling my fucking eyes. Like, oh, wow. So original. My entire life with the name Harith. You think I've never heard that joke? Be- oh my god. Just like, oh, this is so smart. I use genius, motherfucker. But yeah, the moment he did that, I was already... Maybe I'm sensitive. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm a bit sensitive. I'll admit, I felt a bit incensed. But you know what? If you want to give jokes, you got to learn how to take it. So I'm just going to try and deal with my own inter- internal rage. Not rage, just internal like ugh feeling when he said that joke. But whatever. All right, so I go up there, and then this is my first set. Without no introduction, nothing. I just said, who is Apu Nene? Have you met this legend? I've heard the name, but I've never seen the face. Whenever I ask an Indian, his name, by the way, is Apu Anak Lelaki Nene. His father's name is Nene. And he gave his son the most stereotypically Indian name, Apu, like from The Simpsons. <laughs> I've asked Indian people, do you know this guy called Apu Nene? The Indians always tell me, no, I've never met this guy. But whenever I ask Chinese people, have you met Apu Nene? They always seem to, yeah, I know Apu Nene. <laughs> I know Apu Nene. So then I came to the reasonable conclusion, right? Oh, okay, so... Apunene only hangs out with Chinese people. So Apunene is racist. <laughs> Apunene, this guy is like a kidnapper of children, probably a pedophile. You know, because Chinese parents are always like, you be careful, if not, the Apunene will take you. That's the joke, right? So what was I saying? A child kidnapper, probably a pedophile. And, and he's a racist. And I said... Feminists should cancel Apunene. And then, now what I say? After that, I said, okay, so I want to deconstruct this character. Who is this Apunene? And why did Chinese people come up with, like, like, who is this person? So I just said to myself, um, all right, let's look at the clues. What are the clues that we got? Apunene is an Indian who hates Indians. So I was like, oh, okay, Apunene must, maybe he's Punjabi. (laughs) Here's some context. You know, Punjabis are an interesting people. They do not want to marry in general. Of course, it's a generalization, but they do not want to marry anyone who is not Punjabi. Uh, I've been told the younger people are not like that anymore. It's the older people who pressure the younger Punjabis to sort of behave this way. So, I thought, all right, Indian who hates Indian, maybe Apunene is Punjabi. When I first heard that, that Punjabis are like that, you know, I didn't immediately jump to the racist conclusion that, hey, maybe, maybe Punjabis are racist. No. Okay, between the crazy religious people on one side and the commune feminists on the other side, I'm just like, Can we, I'm done of talking about race. So ironic, right? I'm just, <laughs> so fucking ironic. Here I am talking about a guy called Apunene. Anyway, 
I didn't think that oh Punjabis only want to fuck each other because they they're, they're racist. I thought you know maybe Punjabis have amazing they're, they're really good at sex maybe. So I did some research. So I went on Pornhub and I just typed Punjabi sex, you know, just to see what I found. And you know what I was there I was curious. Is there Punjabi interracial porn? Nope. That <laughs> even on Pornhub Punjabis are fucking only themselves. <laughs> And of course, like while I was there, I was wondering, you know, like does the turban stay on? Um, the answer is it does. Um, <laughs> there's no hair pulling, only turban grabbing. <laughs> I just wanted to preface at that point in my entire set. I thought that was probably the lamest joke, but that I don't know, man. That that was the joke that got the biggest laugh. Whatever. Uh, well, uh, what did I say after that? Oh yeah, and then I just said, okay, so I'm Bangladeshi. I, uh, I'm i half Bangladeshi, half Malay. My father's from Bangladesh and he worked freaking hard to provide a living for me. Bangladeshis are just a really hardworking group of people. They really are. You know, I like to go to Mamak's, Mamak restaurants, just uh, for you white fucks who are confused at this point. It's just a random restaurant, okay? So... In all these five mamaks, you know, I know one Bangladeshi guy that works at all these five mamaks. Every time I go to a mamak, this guy is working. His name is Ane. And he's very popular. <laughs> you might know him. You might have seen him working before. So I asked Ane, Ane, do you know Apunene? Do you know who Apunene is? And Ane says, no, he don't know who Apunene is. And uh, <laughs> So then I said, um, Oh, now Apunane, Apunene hates Bangladeshi. He's great. Fuck. Apunene is... Uh, no, no. Ane is so good at his job, I said. So, you know, whenever whenever I get like a Malaysian waiter, I, I need to say the thing very slowly and, I'm, and make sure he writes his shit down. Because, you know, Malaysians just tend to be... Tend, they tend to be blur, especially the waiters. But the, the Ane, when I, when I give him my orders, you know, whatever it is. Fucking... Uh, kurang manis uh, limau ais uh, kurang manis tetare kurang manis orange juice murtabak kambing uh, roti kosong dua migi goreng satu and then like it comes back perfect except obviously the drinks are not kurang manis uh, but that's not Anis fault that's the apunene in the kitchen <laughs> so that's my set now throughout the set I got laughs I got laughs uh, people laugh for sure um, my friend who was there, he laughed a lot. And then I just saw, I, I remember while I had the the people who were laughing, I also remember people who just looked so fucking like, just like, what the fuck? Am I? This is the shocked face, you know what I mean? So after I left the stage, I had this um, this guy, you remember the fuck who made the Harith Iskandar joke? The, damn, the, the comedic genius who came up with that. So after that, um, he he just totally shat on me. He just said, oh, so he's not as funny as Harith Iskandar. I was like, oh, great. More Harith Iskandar jokes. And then he went on to call me a racist. And then after that, he says uh, he says something like, okay, later when you go work at the mamak, you make sure it's kurang manis. <laughs> fine lah, fine. I'll admit this guy, this guy's a bit funny. He, he, he's got some jokes. But a bit of a hypocrite, but he's got some jokes. But like, I don't know why I took that so personally, which I, I, uh, I need to grow a pair of balls. You know what I mean? Just some skin. 
But I'll have to admit, let me be raw and open with you guys. Uh, I felt kind of downtrodden. And my friend was just trying to cheer me up, saying, ah, yeah, he's just a joke. Lah. I'm sure he didn't mean it. He's just trying to lighten the mood. Whatever, whatever. So I stayed a bit at the comedy club and I talked to the owner, uh, Rizal Van Giesel, famous comedian over here. And then I just asked him, hey, can I pick your brain about my set? And then we talked about it and then we talked about it. And then he made me feel so much better. He was just, he, first of all, he said, if you want to, if you want to give jokes, you got to learn how to take them, which at this point I've accepted. And then he said another interesting thing when I told him the set again, because he didn't listen to my set. So I told him the set again and he said, yeah, okay. The, the, the content is fine, but you know what? Who are you? Who are you to tell these jokes? People want to know who you are. And then it came, it just, came to me like, oh shit, I'm, I'm not going on stage saying these horrible things and the whole time the crowd is thinking, who the fuck are you to say? <laughs> who are you? They want to know you. So uh, I'm glad I talked to him. It was fucking illuminating. He promised to put me on some list so I can try again in the future and I'm super looking forward to that. Fucking nice guy. I, I It was such a weird thing, guys. The, the universe sometimes just presents you with these opportunities. I had the feeling that I had I should stay back and mingle and I did and it became, it was so productive. So if your gut ever talks to you, beautiful fucks, man, I, I just encourage you, you know, listen to your gut. Hey guys, if you enjoyed the episode so far, thank you so much for hanging out. I It finally fucking happened. I'm shooting up the Spotify charts. I am number 69. 69 on Spotify. <laughs> it's a dream come true. I can die now. I can retire. What a fucking beautiful number. I don't know how long I can say I'm ranked number 69 on, on fucking Spotify. It's a beautiful fucking day. I'm so happy. I want to celebrate. As fun as being number 69 is, I do want to continue to shoot the fuck up guys and i think you can help me do that if you want to support this podcast do recommend it to a friend just tell them yeah he's half malay he's half bangla he tells crude comedy sometimes it's too offensive but i love it just tell them that and i'm sure they'll listen uh if you want to do an even better thing the best best thing you can do is just take a screenshot of this beautiful episode right here upload it on your story you can tag my instagram at the comedy podcast underscore. I appreciate you, you beautiful fucks. While you're there, why don't you send me a DM? Ask me any questions, any fucking questions you have. Romantic advice, dating advice, pee touching advice. I'd be happy to address them on the podcast. Before I continue on the podcast, I just want to say shout out to my beautiful girlfriend, Taylor. Yep. Who bought me a silent fan. You know, when I record these episodes in my room i turn off my air conditioning i turn off my fan because they make noise and the microphone picks up the noise but uh a quiet fan gets rid of that problem totally and she was so sweet you know because she knows that i sweat during these sessions and like i love it a bit taylor i love you you're a total sweetheart thank you so much and uh, just to give taylor a peace of mind because she was worried that we, we that i'd be able to hear the fan Guys, tell her, like, if you have her on Instagram, tell her to calm the fuck down. I'm going to keep quiet for around five seconds so you can see that the noise floor is quiet. I have the fan turned on, pointing at me. I'm feeling very cool, very chill. I'm not sweating. So I'm going to keep quiet. And then you you decide whether you can hear the fan or not.
What do you think? Pretty quiet, right? Even though you hear something, it's just a small buzz nobody's going to give a shit about. Anyway, so today, today, I <laughs> I should have had like a sort of a sign, like an omen. I should have read an omen. Something bad happened to me and maybe I should have taken it as a sign that, hey, maybe tonight's not going to go so well for you. I got trapped in a... Dis- I, I was, first of all, the first time in my life I serviced my own car, 26 years old. I'm a spoiled fuck, I know, but whatever. I drive them myself. I give them the goddamn car. And then I did this very evil thing, you know. I thought, hey, I want to go to the toilet, but I don't want to deal with germs because I'm afraid of COVID and all that. So why not? You know, I had this genius fucking idea. Why not use the disabled toilet? Because... At, at this point, I'm pretty sure some of you might must think, you know, I must, I'm mentally handicapped to some extent, you know, for me to be able to have the balls to continue to make these 30-minute episodes six times a week. I've went to the... I'm not proud of this. And after today, I'm going to change. I'm going to become better. But I have been to so many disabled toilets throughout my life just because I didn't want to line up. Like, for example, after the movie theater, there's a line, Right. After the movie, so I'm just like, fuck it, I'm going to use the disabled toilet just to skip the line. And when I come out, man, the aunties would just judge me. This boy, uh, I tell you, Malay boy. And then they make it racial and I and they didn't even say it. I'm just making up fictitious ra- racist people, <laughs> to be fair. But I'm just imagining that's what they're thinking. I've had sex in public toilets, in those, in those uh, handicapped toilets, just... Can you imagine I'm I'm over there getting my nuts sucked off by some beautiful lady and some guy in a wheelchair can't use the toilet because I'm trying to nut in someone's face. It's just tragic. It's evil. It's evil is what, I start, is what I'm trying to say. And I'm going to stop, especially after what happened today. It was fucking embarrassing. I go to the handicapped toilet. I, I can't. I didn't even shit. The shit couldn't come out. I was like, okay, not, not, this is not good. I'm 26. My bowels should be working. If I feel like I want to shit and I don't shit, that's like a 40-year-old person's problem. I'm 26. What the fuck? So first of all, that, that didn't help. So whatever, I pull my pants up and then I'm like, I wash my hands because I don't want you to think I'm a disgusting fuck. And then I try to open the toilet door and it was stuck. Fuck me. So what the hell do I do? I knock, knock, knock and kind of scream. Nobody came to help me. Knocking and screaming like, hey, hey, that's embarrassing enough. I already feel like a bitch, you know. Someone from the outside hearing that's going to think, oh shit, there's a guy in there with no hands or legs and he's stuck. I got to gotta save this guy. And then he opens the door and he sees me, a fully, abod- fully abled, fully bodied man with all his hands. He's got both legs and he looks quite buff. And then <laughs> that guy, and then he basically sees me, comes out and he'll probably think, oh, you motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you got, you got me screaming like a bitch and no one came. So, you know, times like this, I feel really smart. I'm not going to lie. I felt a a bit smart that I came up with this solution. What was the solution I came up with? Oh, I know. I'll just call the building. So I go to the website. I find the office. And then I call sales. And then... Do, 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 do. Hello, Perodua. My V. Chan Zhao Lin. And I'm like, hi. uh, Yes. uh, I'm stuck in your toilet. And he's like, what? Huh? Yeah, you know the oh, orang okay, oh, orang kurang upama to- Okay, you toilet di bawah, di bawah. Aku sesat di dalam. I'm not even sure if I'm saying the right BM there. And I'm just said, fuck, I'm stuck in here. Can you please help me? And then he says, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then he comes down. And then I say, hello, hello. Is there anyone in there? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Tolong buka. Please open the door. And then he starts banging. Boom. 
and the door wouldn't budge. And he's like, ah, okay, okay, uh, kejap, eh? Hey, Jeffrey, mari sini kejap. Uh, buka benda ni. Let me translate that. Hey, Jeffrey, come here over there. Help me open this door. So now I got two, and Jeffrey tries to bust open the door, but Jeffrey couldn't do it. Then they call more people, just trying to knock the door down. And then like after the, f- I think I heard maybe the, the the fourth or fifth guy, boom, the door opens. And then I see all four of them just looking into the toilet, looking at me with their eyes wide open, just looking fucking judgmental. And I'm just like going, hey, hey, just smiling, just smiling it off. And I just say, thank you, thank you so much. And I just walk out. Anyway, that was the bad omen I had. Ah, not not a proud moment. I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry, universe. I accept your punishment. And uh, <laughs> I won't do that anymore. All right, let's get on to today's thoughts. Even though I shouldn't be, I am super fascinated with learning about who people who people like to fuck, you know? Everybody has some sort of preference like me. I'm a straight guy. I like to fuck uh, Malaysian girls. I think Malaysian girls are beautiful of all races. Um, in my life, uh, it's mostly been Chinese girls. It's because for some reason, these Malay girls and the Indian girls don't want to fuck with me. Believe me, I've been on Tinder for a long time. I've been dating since I was nine. So that that's just how it is. Okay, guys. The point I'm trying to make is uh, everybody has a preference in general. In general. The preference is people of the opposite sex. But even there, there's nuances. There's caveats. It's super interesting. Some people don't want to fuck obese people of the opposite sex. So fat people, no, no. Especially, (laughs) I was going to say, this is wrong. This is wrong. But I was going to say especially the Chinese. But maybe that's not true. I'm trying to be less offensive, guys. So there are some people who don't want to fuck obese people. And then there are some people who only want to fuck obese people of the opposite sex. And then some people are gay and only want to fuck obese people of the same sex. So all this this cataloging is very interesting to me. It's like very niche, you know, some of these preferences. The point here is that there are people who want to fuck obese people, okay? This is what I want to zoom in on. It's fascinating to me. The fat, they love it. There's an entire section on Pornhub for big, beautiful women. I don't know if there's big, like, beautiful black gay men. That, that sounds like a mouthful, but I just wonder if that category exists. They want to, I don't know. I don't know, man. What, what, what is it about the fact that they love, I wonder? I'm not dissing it. I'm not saying you shouldn't love all the fat people. I'm just, uh, I'm just asking the question. Like, what is it about fat people that's so lovely? They just want to hold it. You know, the fats, they want to hold it and caress it in a way... Like, I, I imagine the same way that a man reveres boobs, I guess. Picture in your head right now, some chick who likes fat guys. Yeah, they exist. And loving his man boob. Imagine <laughs> imagine her just holding it, thinking, wow. <laughs> it's just... It's just like a guy looking at a boob and going, wow. You know, it's the same thing. Imagine being that fat guy. Sorry, that obese guy. Thinking, okay, now my turn on your boobs. <laughs> Not gonna lie, it sounds fun. It really does. For them, I mean. It sounds fun for them. Like, they have something similar both of them can bond over. Like, at the end of the day, there's nothing better than letting the boob out free. You know, just to cool off. Because I heard it gets sweaty under there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, can, they can bond over the same boob things, I guess. Compare whose is bigger. I don't know <laughs> which direction the nipples point. 
most of the girls I've been with, the nipples point forward. It's very interesting. I've never had the side pointing nipples. Maybe it's an Asian thing. Maybe. I don't know. Nature. Nature is an interesting thing, man. Nature doesn't have to make sense to us, which is why I'm so interested in this because you interested in it because you can keep learning about it and you'll never fully understand because some things just don't make sense. For example, the homosexual phenomenon, super, super common in the animal kingdom. I saw this uh, YouTube video about a couple who are just two male lions, all right? The most masculine, gangster-looking motherfuckers in the animal kingdom. They are the kings of that animal kingdom. They're not even bi. They're just gay. They fuck each other. Lion King taught us that they're the kings, right? But anyway, then then the video showed them kind of starting to hump each other. And I was just like, God damn, that looks gangster as shit. Imagine being so gangster that you fuck a male lion. People like to say that human beings, that we are at the top of the food change, that human beings have conquered the world. What I have to say to that is until we have the kahunas to fuck a male lion, until you get you have the hakuna matatas to get behind a lion and fuck him in his prime and get him to like it. Until we can pull that off, I think we should just humble ourselves and just not consider us the top of the food chain because those... <laughs> Does that make sense? I don't know. Believe in yourself, Harith. Believe in your fucking <laughs> So back to nature not making sense. Yeah. So... Actually, homosexuality shouldn't make sense if you try to apply normal logic to it. Because, um, look, what is what is intercourse? What's the purpose of it for, right? You know what these Christian fundamentalists like to say? You know, the purpose of sex is for procreation and nothing else. Yeah, those people. Look, I don't agree with them. Human beings have sex for fun. And animals also have sex for fun. But here's the interesting thing about nature. It's only a few animals that have been observed to have sex just for fun. There's like a list. So if I'm not mistaken, those are pigs, uh, dolphins, apes, monkeys, and humans. I feel like I'm missing one. But apparently that's it. That's the list. And there's nothing else. So no other animals other than that list have sex for fun. They do it for procreation. So I wonder how the fuck are we going to explain these gay male lions? (laughs) So if we can't explain... You know, we don't have all the answers. We can't explain why these lions are gay. They're just gay. They're just like fucking each other, even though maybe they think it's procreating. Maybe they they think they're going to make each other pregnant. I don't fucking know. We can't explain it. So if we can't explain that shit, can we just let the human gaze alone and do their thing? That's all I'm saying, right? We don't know. We don't know. So can (laughs) can we just let nature take its course? And let these gay people hump each other. Just We don't stop male lions. Christians don't give a shit about male lions. Well, maybe maybe then again, like, uh, lions don't go to heaven. It's just humans that go to heaven, right? Something about original sin and all that. I don't know how it works. Anyway, moving on, moving on. I had the thought, this thought about legs. Human legs. Men in Asia, we find 
for some reason, skinny, the really skinny legs, sexy. And you know, especially in China and Korea, they like those actresses, you know, with those chopstick legs, a huge fucking thigh gap. You can see the world in between the thighs. <laughs> With like little to no ass. I'm not knocking that preference. I'm just stating the fact that that is one of the preferences, right? Or that look, whatever. But, you know, I just wonder why is that attractive? That's all. I'm just wondering. That Here's why. The traits that we find generally find attractive serve some sort of biological purpose in the sense that they're good for procreation, either for protecting the children or helping to provide for the children. So, for example, like big boobs, big boobs, apparently, big boobs apparently means like more milk for our children. Yay, right? Big muscles means that we can fight the gay lions. <laughs> so, so those like tall, tall, what does tall mean? I don't know. Tall means you can pick the apple from the tree, maybe. I don't I'm not sure. But there's some advantage to that. Oh yeah, tall, long legs, run faster, maybe. There we go. Tall, big dick, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But like, there's probably some biological purpose that we find that thing attractive. Big eyes can see the gay lions coming and attacking you. <laughs> Straight teeth, you know, healthy genes. That means the kid's not going to have pain from from, I don't know, fucking the wisdom tooth growing out wrong. Oh yeah, fun fact about me. This might be a weird flex, but I have, I've had all four of my wisdom teeth grow out totally perfectly, no issue. Yeah. Anyway. So why, why skinny legs? What does skinny legs mean? That, that's what I wonder. Does it serve any biological purpose? Does it mean that, look, skinny legs doesn't mean you can run faster because you need muscles to run, right? So the girl can't run for shit. What, she's light so you can carry her and run away from the gay lions? Is that it? I don't know. Maybe with the skinny legs, the lions don't eat you because they have less meat. I don't know, man. Can anyone explain this right now? Give me something. Do these... Do these... No, really. Okay, now I, I'm, I'm legitimately, uh, legitimately asking the question. Do these skinny women run faster? Because I've seen them on the treadmill, right? They just Instagram that shit and leave. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to make of the skinny legs. Like maybe I'm just trying to be over analytical about this. You know, trying to find an answer for everything. When actually, you know, some things should just be left unanswered. Ladies and gentlemen, that is today's episode. Thank you for hanging out. I'm fucking exhausted. It is 12:56 a.m. in the morning. I'm gonna feel like shit tomorrow. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow, but I hope you have a better day. Thanks once again for listening. I'll speak to you on Friday. Bye-bye.